Aya, and welcome to the Your Intentional Life podcast. My name is Kimache Starr. I'm a mother of four adult children, mom to fur babies, both dogs and cats, with plenty of experience in both corporate America and as a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm what I like to call primarily plant-based, and I've been this way for about seven years. I've been married and divorced and married and divorced and married and divorced. And now, as I am approaching my volume 50, I am looking forward to no longer just surviving, but thriving in this next amazing part of my life. This is when I start living intentionally and on purpose. So if any or all of this resonates with you, I encourage you to stick around, subscribe, and even share it to other people who you think might benefit from this as well. Welcome to your intentional life, because it's never too late to start being you. And welcome to another episode of Your Intentional Life. Today I want to talk about why it is necessary to be single after a breakup or a divorce. We've all heard the talk about, oh, that was just a rebound relationship, all of those things. I feel like we've heard it so much that it has really become kind of cliche, but it's actually useful information. While not always the rule, jumping right into something after you've just gotten out of a relationship is never starting that relationship off on the right foot. And it's not fair to you And it's not fair to the other person. I'll give you my situation currently. As I've said in my title, I've been married and divorced and married and divorced and married and now divorced again. And this particular time, it's kind of interesting, the contrast between myself and my ex-husband. I have zero desire to date. (laughs) I mean like none. And a big reason for that is because I know that I want to work on myself. I want to do internal work on myself. I want to create the life that I want to create for myself. And quite frankly, it's not something that I can do with another person. I'm not looking to find my other half, my better half, the one that makes me complete. None of that. I want to be the most complete version of myself. 
And in doing so, that's going to help me attract another complete version of themselves. Oh, have I dealt with my share of brokenness? Because one broken glass is going to collect another one. And that's what it's been the entire time. And I briefly mentioned my ex-husband earlier, last one, in that before, I can't even say before the ink was dry because the pages hadn't even been printed yet. We had already moved on. And then officially, about the time that the ink would have been dry on said divorce, is when they announced on Facebook that they were in a serious relationship. Which was cute because we separated in July and they had been conversing since at least March. But brokenness, right? We're not vilifying anybody. We're just talking about brokenness. Before me, he was with his wife of 13 years. Just straight into the next relationship. Because he cannot be alone. He cannot sit with himself. Because that may force him to have to address his flaws. Me? I absolutely want to be alone. I want to sit with myself. I want to see my flaws. The ones that I've missed all these years. Because the one thing that I do pride myself on and, you know, toot, toot, I'll toot my horn on. I am very self-aware. I'm pretty self-aware of the hot mess that I can be. And I'm pretty self-aware of the amazing person and friend and mother and lover and woman that I can be. So having said that, if you're coming into that season or if you're into that season, you're doing yourself a disservice by constantly looking for someone else. Oh, I'm trying to find my person. You are your person. Don't ever forget that. Don't let society tell you otherwise. Don't let an imaginary biological clock tell you otherwise. Because quite honestly, if you're that focused on finding someone else to complete you, then you're admitting that you're broken. And all you're going to attract are other broken people. And around these parts, we are living our most intentional life from this moment on. And in that, in that intentionality, we're focusing on ourselves. 
we're being, dare I say it, oh, I'm going to say the word, selfish. Because, oh my God, when did selfish become a bad word? But that is a subject for another day, because I actually do have things to say about that as well. But I'll just say this for now. Part of self-care is being selfish. Part of becoming whole is being selfish. You can't fix you if you're not looking at you, if you're not focusing on you. Now for you, whether that involves prayer, meditation, shadow work, side note, which I've been avoiding, but I'm going to be a big girl. (laughs) But whatever that involves for you, journaling, therapy, affirmations, writing down manifestations, all of it. Whatever it is, in this season, in this time of your life, where you are single, focus on you. And for those that are not single, but you still feel that some part of this just pinged you, then focus on you. Everybody else doesn't have to go before you. It's okay to try to build yourself up to 100%. Because if your phone battery is at 50%, there's only so much time you've got. There's only so much charge you've got. I have a weed eater, a battery-powered weed eater. I have two batteries for it. And I have this little teeny tiny front yard, so it's not worth getting a lawnmower for that little bit. So I just use the weed eater for it. And I have the one battery in, and the other one's always charging. And if I'm going through the yard and that one starts to wear out, then I go in and I grab the other one and I put that one on the charger. Because there's only so much weed eating of my yard I'm going to be able to do with a spent battery. Is your battery spent? Like, again, I say, even in talking about why it's necessary to be single after a breakup or divorce so that you can fix you, so that you can work on becoming a whole you, That's also something that you can do when you're in a relationship, when you're married, when you're in the thick of it. And another part of it is that I'm considerate enough to know that I am not the best version of myself as of yet, especially not coming off of a 13-year relationship. I know that I am not the best version of myself. 
And so I'm not going to take this version of me right now into a brand new situation. Those are the things that you do when you don't take time after a relationship to be single. To find yourself again, to find what you like, to find what makes you happy, just you. I do this thing called, like, I promise you I'm not trying to say like I invented this, but, you know, I'll do a forensic autopsy of a relationship. (laughs) And that is part of my healing process. I will go through and I will look at it and I will look at it objectively. I can tell you every area, mostly every area, from what I see on my side of where I messed up. Because I take the time to do the work. But if you're just going from one relationship to straight into the next one, When are you taking the time to fix perhaps a flaw in yourself that you were not aware that was there before you bring it into something else? And so here's this person. They might be whole. And somehow you attracted them, but you're still broken. And what do you think the jagged edges of your piece of broken glass are going to do to them? If you wouldn't want that done to you, don't do it to anyone else. That is advice from friend to friend on how to live your intentional life. So that's our convo for today. Thank you for showing up again here for episode two, and I will see you for episode three next week.